0: Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to the weekly UK Sangha. Um, we're here with um, many of our friends. We meet every week and we discuss the Dhamma and uh, uh, we answer questions. Um, I host these calls, so um, I do a lot of the talking, but anyone's welcome to join um, and um, speak, speak wisdom that they would like to share as well, or if they have a different answer, a different perspective. um, they're welcome to to speak out. Um, just know that. It is an open dialogue, so if you speak out, um, it's not like a it's not like a safe space. OK, where everyone's opinion is um, weighed equally, so there will be. Uh? Um, discussion on with and uh uh counterpoints etc so just keep that in mind if you have if you have uh, a perspective that you would like to share um it's it it doesn't mean that it's like safe from any criticism at all so uh, it's important that's important um way to learn is that you dialogue with others and uh there is a there can be a um, constructive dialogue in that sense, um, but today I picked out a sutta. Uh, it's called. The invitation of a Brahma. It's from the Majjhima 49. And uh, this sutta. It, it's more like a, a kind of like a story in it and it's kind of like a. Um. Uh, It can, if it's taken literally, it kind of sounds like just kind of like a magical story, but. Um, um, the meaning behind it is very relevant to. um, To practice in regards to. Um, fake fake enlightenments so and fake fake realizations so. um, Experiences that can fool someone into believing that it's permanent and um, and uh, the absolute so to speak uh, and uh, most really like many other religions including like Abraham- Abrahamic religions are based off um, this uh, wrong view but um, um, I'll just uh get into it and um just so you guys know when it says brahma in this case it means literally a god so a god that's uh abiding in uh, some kind of heaven realm um that the buddha um is visiting in this uh in this sutta so here i go Thus have I heard on one occasion the Blessed One was living at Savati in Jetta's Grove, Anatta Pindakas Park. There he addressed the bhikkhus thus. Bhikkhus, venerable sir, they replied. The Blessed One said this. Bhikkhus, on one occasion I was living at Ukkata in the Subbaga Grove at the root of a royal sala tree. Now on that occasion a pernicious view had, had arisen in Baka the Brahma thus this is permanent this is everlasting this is eternal this is total this is not subject to pass away for this neither is born nor ages nor dies nor passes away nor reappears and beyond this there is no escape so that sounds very familiar
1: so there's a God in heaven who uh who is under the impression that um
0: um he has arrived at something permanent everlasting eternal not subject to pass away um that just sounds like most abrahamic gods right some kind of like some kind of eternal divine overlord um that is neither born, nor ages, nor dies, nor passes away. Nor reappears and. Um, and then uh, the next paragraph, uh, the Buddha is quoted. I knew with my mind the thought in the mind of Bhaka the Brahma. So just as quickly as a strong man might extend his flexed arm or flex his extended arm, I vanished from the root of royal solitary in the sabaga grove at Ukkata and appeared in the Brahma world. Baka the Brahma saw me coming in the distance and said, Come, good sir. Welcome, good sir. It is long, good sir, since you found an opportunity to come here. Now, good sir, this is permanent. This is everlasting. This is eternal. This is total. This is not subject to pass away. For this neither is born, nor ages, nor dies, nor passes away, nor reappears. And beyond this, this, there is no escape. When this was said, I told Baka the Brahma, the worthy Baka the Brahma has lapsed into ignorance. He has lapsed into ignorance in that he says of the impermanent thats that it is permanent, of the tra- transient that it is everlasting, of the non-eternal that it is eternal, of the incomplete that it is total, Of what is subject to pass away that it is not subject to pass away, Of what is born ages dies, passes away and reappears. That is neither born nor ages nor dies nor passes away nor reappears. And when. There is an escape beyond this, he says there is no escape beyond this. Right, so, um. In the um, Buddhist cosmology of things, there's um there's gods there's brahmas in in heaven realms but um those aren't eternal abodes so like even uh those are subject to birth and then passing away it's just that um for a god uh the lifespan is going to be a lot longer than uh for a human so um a god might, may may fall under the impression that uh, they are eternal because they just forgot um, the experience else so in that sense um and veda I just muted you because there's some like sound coming through but unmute yourself whenever you want um and um uh, uh, it, so in that sense enlightenment is a little bit easier for a human to realize because they're kind of in the middle way. So they're not they're neither God nor in a hell realm. So they have kind of like uh right in the middle of samsara so they can realize uh an escape out of it. Whereas um a god may be having too much of a good time to seek for an escape beyond this, even though um there's just some dukkha still even in heaven. Um, any type of being, uh, any type of um, manifested form, any type of of existence is unsatisfactory to some extent. So there's an escape beyond it, even though it can be very fantastic and very enjoyable. Um, And uh, this God has uh, fallen into the illusion that it is the eternal ground of being and uh it's uh doesn't it's not born and it doesn't die and uh maybe it started christianity or something before (laughs) uh, maybe something similar like that happened with other religions and they're worshiping a god that believes it's eternal but it's actually not because um the funny thing that is that any being so any entity is not eternal um anything that is a thing or any any divine being or prophet or savior anything that uh comes into manifested form is subject to pass away as per the law of impermanence uh there's literally nothing there's no god that's not that's permanent uh there's no there's no uh entity there's no being that's uh can be said to be everlasting Um, even if there's gods out there or uh, or devils or or what have you um, all of it is impermanent because that's just the way that reality uh, unfolds Um, okay then mara the evil one took possession of a member of the brahma's assembly And he told me biku biku do not disbelieve him do not disbelieve him for this brahma is the great brahma the overlord the untranscended of infallible vision the wielder of mastery lord maker and creator most high providence master and father of those that are and can ever be before your time biku there was There were recluses and Brahmans in the world who condemned earth through disgust with earth. Who condemned water through disgust with water. Who condemned fire through disgust with fire. Who condemned air through disgust with air. Who condemned beings through disgust with beings. Who condemned gods through disgust with gods. Who condemned Pajapati through disgust with Pajapati. Who condemned Brahma through disgust with Brahma and on the dissolution of the body when their life was cut off they became established in an inferior body before your time bhikkhu there were also recluses and brahmins in the world who lauded earth through delight in earth who lauded water through delight in water who lauded fire through delight in fire who lauded air through delight in air who lauded beings through delight in beings who lauded gods through delight in gods, who lauded Pajapati through delight in Pajapati, who lauded Brahma through delight in Brahma. And on the dissolution of the body, when their life was cut off, they became established in a superior body. So, Bhikkhu, I tell you this. Be sure, good sir, to do only as the Brahma says. Never overstep the word of the Brahma. If you overstep the word of the Brahma, Bhikkhu, then like a man trying to deflect an approaching beam of light with a stick, or like a man losing his hold on the earth with his hands and his feet as he slips into a deep chasm. So it will befall you, Bhikkhu. Be sure, good sir, to do only as the Brahma says. Never overstep the word of the Brahma. Do you not see the Brahma's assembly seated here, Bikku, and Mara, the evil one, thus called to witness the Brahma's assembly? So um what happened here is the the uh Mara the evil one um uh took possession of one of uh Brahma's so the god that's stating himself to be eternal one of his uh assemblies and he said um, you know don't disobey this guy he's the all knowing all powerful one um Don't overstep your bound and he is the father and obey this guy. So, um, you know, I grew up in a Christian setting and like every single song is like, oh, Lord, we worship you. We praise you like um, (laughs) and like how dare someone um, disobey the word. Just just hear the word of a God and just obey it without question. Right. So this is um, the attitude of the ignorant, and this will keep you as a spiritual loser and in a spiritual prison. Um, it's not actually um, through wisdom or through um, insights or through realization, and, um, it's not the path to salvation, and it's not the path to salvation. It's not the path to nirvana. Um, so it's Mara playing its tricks, um, trying to intimidate someone into cowering before an all-powerful God. And uh, uh, this this leads to um, uh, sort of remaining a child on the inside, a spiritual child, and remaining a victim, and kind of always having that attitude and uh, fear. So <laughs> you may have heard the expression, God-fearing people, right? Um, a Buddha <laughs> is not afraid of anyone. <laughs> a god or a human so there's no god fearing uh, left anymore for one who's realized um, uh, ones who's realized uh, things as they actually are and uh, seen seen uh, reality and seeing uh, how it operates and then permanence of all things um so i find that really interesting you know, it, re- reading the sutta, although it's kind of magical, like, oh, the Buddha's visiting heaven realm, um, which may have been, maybe he had like a, he was tripping, um, he was having like a vision or something when that happened, um, but uh, uh it, it, it really rang a chord with my uh, Christian upbringing, and um, um, the liberation after you let go of like being afraid of any kind of sky daddy, or anything to that extent. Um, When this was said, I told so in response to Mara here, the Buddha is speaking. When this was said, I told Mara the evil one. I know you evil one. do not think he does not know me. You are Mara evil one. And the Brahma and the Brahma's assembly and the members of the Brahma Brahma's assembly have all fallen into your hands. Oh, welcome. Welcome, welcome. I'm just reading a sutta here about the Buddha when he went, he went to a a heaven realm and he's um, flexing on the gods there and teaching them the Dhamma. Um, Okay. Members of the Brahma's assembly have fallen into your hands. They have all fallen into your power. You evil one think this one too has fallen into my hands. He too has fallen into my power. But I have not fallen into your hands, evil one. I have not fallen into your power. When this was said, Baka the Brahma told me, good sir, I say of the permanent that it is permanent, of the everlasting that it is everlasting, of the eternal that it is eternal, of the total that it is total, of what is not subject to pass away that it is not subject to pass away of what neither is born, nor ages, nor dies, nor passes away, nor reappears, that it is neither is is born, nor ages, nor dies, nor passes away, nor reappears. And when there is no escape beyond this, I say that there is no escape beyond this." So uh, the Brahma is reasserting his position, Um, although uh, the uh, Buddha has refuted it already. And then he says, essentially, before your time, Bhikkhu, there were recluses and Brahmins in the world whose asceticism lasted as long as your whole life. They knew when there is an escape beyond that there is an escape beyond. And when there is no escape beyond that there is no escape beyond. So Bhikkhu, I tell you this, you will find no escape beyond and eventually you will reap only weariness and disappointment. If you will hold to Earth, you will be close to me within my domain. For me to work my will upon and punish. If you hold to water, fire, air, beings, etc. You will be close to me within my domain. For me uh, to work my will upon and punish. So this this uh, Brahm, this God is saying. um, um, see me in all things. So like, uh, it's kind of the idea like, oh, he's the God is the overlord and God is in everything. So um, hold to it, cherish it, delight in it. Um, this is all delusion that's uh, perpetuates the cycle of like uh, clinging to being and uh, uh, reappearing and uh, continuing the cycle. And then uh, in response, uh, the Buddha says. I know that too, Brahma, if I will hold to earth, I shall be close to you, within your domain, for you to work your will upon and punish. If I hold to water, to fire, to air, to beings, to gods, to Pajapati, to Brahma, I shall be close with you, within your domain, for you to work your will upon and punish. Further, I understand your reach and your sway to extend thus. Baka, the Brahma has this much power, this much might, this much influence. Now, good sir, how far do you understand my reach and sway to extend? As far as moon and sun revolve, shining and lighting upon the quarters, over a thousandfold such world does your sovereignty extend. And there you know the high and low, and those with lust and free from lust. The state that is thus and otherwise, the coming and going of being. Brahma, I understand your reach and your sway to extend thus. Baka the Brahma has this much power, this much might, this much weight, this much influence. But Brahma, there are three other bodies, which you neither know nor see, and which I know and see. There is the body called the gods of streaming radiance, from which you passed away and reappeared here. Because you have dwelt here long, your memory of that has lapsed, and hence you do not know or see it. But I know and see it. Thus, Brahma, in regards to direct knowledge, I do not stand merely at the same level as you. How then could I know less? Rather, I know more than you. There is the body called the gods of uh, refulgent glory. There is the body called the gods of grapefruit. You do not know or see that but I know and see it. Thus, Brahma, in regards to the direct knowledge, I do not stand merely at the same level as you. How then could I know less? Rather, I know more than you. Brahma, having directly known earth as earth and having directly known that which is not commensurate with the earthness of earth, I did not claim to be earth. I did not claim to be in earth. I did not claim to be apart from earth. I did not claim Earth to be mine. I did not affirm Earth. Thus Brahma in regard to direct knowledge, I do not stand merely at the same level as you. How then could I know less? Rather, I know more than you. So um, at this point, uh, the Buddha is teaching uh, this God, the Dhamma. Um, He's saying, yes, I realize that your domain, how far it extends and how much you claim but um the Buddha is saying I've seen other gods other realms higher than you and from which you were reborn and came from but you just forgot about it so he's flexing on him his spiritual attainment and then also he's saying that uh he perceives earth as earth so he has knowledge and vision of things as they actually are and then through that uh wisdom he does not claim to be Earth, but he does not claim to be apart from it either. So he he he's he abides detached, um, not 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 craving for any kind of being, or non-being, and um, so he he he's uh, transcended the level of this god, because uh, he had he's fully awakened and fully accomplished, not craving for any type of being, not even being a god. So he's kind of uh, gone beyond wanting to be a God, um, which is a more liberated state than even being a God with all kinds of power and all kinds of uh, um, all kinds of presence across realms or domains or whatever. Um, <clears throat> okay. Good sir, and then uh, in response, Brahma replies, good sir, if you claim to directly know that which is not commensurate with the allness of all, may your claim not turn out to be vain and empty, the consciousness that makes no showing, nor has to do with finiteness, not claiming being with respect to all, that is not commensurate with earthness of earth, that is not commensurate with the waterness of water that is not commensurate with the allness of all, good sir, I shall vanish from you. Vanish from me if you can, Brahma. Then Baka the Brahma, saying, "I shall vanish from the recluse Gotama," I shall vanish from the recluse Gotama was an, unable to vanish. Thereupon I said, Brahma, I shall vanish from you. Vanish from me if you can, good sir. Then I perform perform such a feat of supernatural power. That the Brahma and the Brahma's assembly and the members of the Brahma's assembly could hear my voice, but could not see me. After I had vanished, I uttered this stanza. Having seen fear in every mode of being and in being seeking for non-being, I did not affirm any mode of being, nor did I cling to any delight in being. Um, At that, the Brahma and the Brahma's assembly and the members of the Brahma's assembly were struck with wonder and amazement, saying, It is wonderful, sir, it is marvelous, the great power and great might of the recluse Gotama. We have never before seen or heard of any other recluse or Brahmin who had such great power and such great might as has this recluse Gotama. Who went forth from Sakyan clan, sirs through living in a generation that delights in being that takes delight in being that rejoices in being. He has extirpated. uh, Being together with its roots, so. um, Extirpated just means to uproot and uh, destroy, so he's uprooted. um, Being and. uh, And cut cut it at the source. Then Mara, the evil one, took possession of a member of the Brahma's assembly. And he said to me, good sir, if that is what you know, (coughs) if that is what you have discovered. (coughs) Do not guide your lay disciples or those gone forth. Do not teach the Dhamma to your lay disciples or, or to those gone forth. Create no yearning in your lay disciples or in those gone forth. <clears throat> because your time, Bikku, there were recluses and Brahmins in the world claiming to be accomplished and, and fully enlightened. And they guided their lay disciples and those gone forth. They taught the Dhamma to their lay disciples and to those gone forth. They created yearning in their lay disciples and in those gone forth. And on the dissolution of their body, when their life was cut off, They became established in an inferior body before your time bhikkhu, there were also recluses and and Brahmins in the world claiming to be accomplished and fully enlightened, and they did not guide their lay disciples or those gone forth. They did not teach the Dhamma to their lay disciples or those gone forth. They created no yearning in their lay disciples or in those gone forth. And on the dissolution of the body. When their life was cut off, they became established in a superior body. So, Biku, I tell you this: be sure, good sir, to abide inactive, devoted to a pleasant abiding here and now. This is better left undeclared, and so, good sir, inform no one else. So, um, Mara is essentially saying, "Don't teach this to anyone. <laughs> uh, uh, d- don't, don't teach the Dhamma to anyone, because uh, this is bad news for Mara." Okay. Is going to lose his business or whatever. Um, When this was said, I told Mara the evil one, "I know you, evil one. Do not think he does not know me. You are Mara, the evil one. Um, It is not out of compassion for the their welfare that you speak thus. It is without compassion for their welfare that you speak thus. You think thus, evil one. Those." those to whom the recluse Gautama teaches the dhamma will escape from my sphere those recluses and brahmins of yours evil one who claimed to be accomplished and fully enlightened were not accomplished and fully enlightened but i who claim to be accomplished and fully enlightened am accomplished and fully enlightened if the tathagata teaches the dhamma to disciples he is such evil one And if the Tathagata does not teach the Dhamma to the disciples, he is such. If the Tathagata guides disciples, he is such, evil one. And if the Tathagata does not guide disciples, he is such. Why is that? Because the Tathagata has abandoned the taints that defile, bring renewal of being, being, give trouble, ripen in suffering, and lead to future birth, aging, and death. He has cut them off at the roots, made them like a palm stump, done away with them so that they are no longer subject to future arising. Just as a palm tree whose crown is cut off is incapable of further growth, so too the Tatagata has abandoned the taints that defile, cut them off at the roots, made them like a palm stump, done away with them. So that they are no longer subject to f- future arising. Thus, because Mara was unable to reply and because it began with the Brahma's invitation, this discourse is entitled On the Invitation of a Brahma. Okay, that's the end of the sutta. Um, if there's uh, anything that you guys um, uh, would like to discuss, any comments, Um, what you thought about it. Any questions, please uh, feel free to jump in. Um, I have to use the restroom, so I'll be back um, very quickly, but feel free to uh, talk amongst yourselves and uh, think of uh, Dhamma topics to uh, bring into the discussion.
2: Did he mention what, uh, what uh, translation was that, that he was reading at the
1: beginning?
3: I see that the Majima
2: Nikaya 49, 49. I, I don't recall him mentioning the, the translation.
1: I don't
2: know. I I got here late. Okay, Okay. and Scott, we are trying to remember if you mentioned what was the translation you read. Uh, From the Majumanyaya for Bikkhu okay. Yeah. Thank you. I was reading the Bikkhu Sujato's translation on the Sutta Central site.
1: Oh. Majimanikaya
2: 49 but the apart from some a few words the
0: not too much difference.
2: Uh, not too much difference yeah,
0: yeah there's, a, there's a I just type in um Bodhi pdf and then there's a pdf with the entire Majimanikaya um translated there uh, with uh so you can just scroll scroll through it and like also has a table of contents, so you could just um, pick out any sutta you would like to read. Um, is any other? Is there any other question? Yeah,
2: I'd like to, to point at something. I, I, I've I find this this course very uh, interesting. Because like you said, it could be some kind of um, uh, explanation to many beliefs that we have in our world today. And it's funny to see how they are not very much different from beliefs that were held uh, at the time of the Buddha, at least, or maybe even uh, earlier than that, right? So yeah. this belief that there is a a over overmind, overlord yeah. of the universe, right? Like right. a creator god that yeah, yeah, yeah. has existed since forever, yeah. forever, and will never cease, right? And this is addressed, and that and that thought today is held mostly by Abrahamic religions, right? Yeah. Yeah, and others too, but mostly too. at the West split And it's funny to see how this idea already existed way before the the Abrahamic religions were mm-hmm. as important as they are today. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a funny thing. But the most uh intriguing thing for me is the aspect of of the belief that Bhagga, the Brahman had that he had already investigated things and concluded that there was no further escape and the buddha goes there to teach him that yes there is further escape Mm -hmm. and the only way he believed that was when the buddha showed that he was capable of being in a state that he could not be real uh, recognized by brahma because brahma thought that he was able to recognize all of creation, all of the universe, right, or the yeah. galaxy. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um... So the I I think and yet and in the beginning you said uh, that this 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 sutta was interesting because it addressed the fa- false belief in enlightenment. Uh-huh. So the question uh, would be how could we prevent how anyone can prevent to be caught in this kind of false belief in this belief that he has attained the last attainment possible that there is no further escape when actually there is
0: um so this is um the litmus test that you can use for that is um, whether you think uh, this is me, uh, this is I me or mine and whether you take ownership of it or not because um, all of the false enlightenments is uh, some kind of experience that you can have where. Um, where you, you you have you, you you develop a sense that, uh this is me, I'm God, or something like that. Um I think a lot of people who like get some people who do psychedelics and they have some experience and then they <laughs> and then they come out of it saying I'm God, right? Um that's a kind of fake enlightenment. Um you may experience like the you may experience like some sort of divine unity with everything and see, oh, I am in all things from Brahma to a blade of grass. Um, That's a quote from the Ashtavakra Gita. Um, It it says, I am in all things from Brahma to a blade of grass. So this is kind of like, it's actually a really, it's a really, it's kind of like a high attainment. it's not. It's it's like a really um, ecstatic state to experience that you are in all things, but there's um, something further beyond it, uh, where you don't take ownership of that. Um, you, you're, you're 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 neither claiming to be apart from all things, nor to be in all things. So it's kind of a middle way. So it's it's not the opposite of extreme where you're saying I'm in it, nothing. Um, uh, that's not a, f- a fully realized understanding either, but um, you're not claiming to be in it. So you you're, you see things with an absolute clarity for what they are. So all things are impermanent, even even me, even the observer. So I'm not clinging to it. I'm not identifying with it. I'm not saying this is me, but I'm not saying I'm I'm apart from it either. It just it is is the way that it is. Um so this is the middle way. Um I'm not not clinging to any type of being. So neither craving for rupa raka or rupa raga or a rupa raga. So craving for being or non-being. Um so The Buddha has transcended the duality of it, um, and the the paradox of it, and um, has totally uh, the Tathagata. So has fully come into real reality as it is, and is no longer uh, bound. Is it is no longer um, chained to even being a god or being omnipresent or whatever, which is still a quality, still a limitation. Um, So you can be an all-powerful, omnipresent God who believes it's eternal, and um, that's still not as good as uh, uh, the enlightenment of the Buddha, of not being attached to any of it. Um, And um, it doesn't, I mean... It, it, it had some magical stuff in there, but um, the main message of it I take from it is when he teaches him the Dhamma. So it says like, oh yeah, he vanishes and whatever, but it's what he says that's uh, more important to me. Um, he says, having seen fear in every mode of being and in being seeking for non-being, I did not affirm any mode of being, nor did I cling to any delight in being. So he does not affirm any mode of being, and he does not delight in any mode of being. Um, so he's not fooled into the illusion of being. Um, some kind of all powerful, omnipresent, eternal God. Uh. Which is impossible because nothing is eternal. It's just the way that's just the nature of reality. Nothing that is, that comes into existence will, if it if it comes into existence, it will come out of existence. It's just, it's just the logic of it, right? Um, you don't have to be an Einstein to realize that. If there's a creator, right, a creator being, um, um, see, th- this is where the argument falls apart for Christians. You're like, Oh, how could the universe just be here? It, there must be a creator, but then you ask, okay, what what created the creator, right? If you have that logic of the universe or reality that it needs a a being that created it, well, then how did that being exist? Well, they say, oh, it just always existed. It's eternal being. Well, then that doesn't make sense. Like you have to apply the same logic to the universe that you're. Uh, that that you're not applying to your God, so your God, if it is in a being it's it's subject to uh being created, being born and dying, just like everything else, so there's nothing really that is eternal and um that's a good thing because
3: uh um
1: um
0: Buddhahood, or realization, or knowledge and vision of things as they actually are, is neither eternal nor not eternal. Like it's, it's just the way it is. So it's not subject to um, the same limitations of either always existing or not existing, because it's um, it, it cut. Um, those two things are codependent arising, so things that exist and things that don't exist are dependent upon each other. So, eternity and time are codependent arising. Um,
3: but the mistake comes when, um,
1: Something that
0: is born and dies, believes itself to be eternal, um, is a delusion.
1: Um, and when when that uh, thing uh, passes away, the delusion and its
0: permanence uh, will cause dukkha. So... To not fight the natural law of reality and to just realize it for what it is um, is truly the most uh, sublime realization that you could have and um, everything is um, just fine and dandy just the way it is and uh, this moment is totally enough. Um, regardless of whether it's going to last into the future or not. Um, any projection I make about the way things are right now continuing into the future is based off ignorance. So by not making that attachment, by not clinging to something right now, I abide detached from the ever-changing Fact of the matter. Um, Everything is changing, but everything changing doesn't disturb me and it doesn't cause me dukkha because I I realize that everything changes. Um, It's just the simple fact of the matter. Even a fantastic jhanas, even experiencing boundaryless love and just like um, even states of consciousness that you have to that you say oh this is the enlightenment this must be it this is me i'm eternal nope that changes too sorry uh that's impermanent and subject to the same things um but um uh that's the beauty of it though is that it's all changing uh um i it's not it's not like uh Some people might get the wrong idea and think it's kind of like a a nihilistic type of teaching but it's not it's just um the realization of the way things are and the way things are is a lot better than the way you believe they are (laughs) so uh all of your delusions and beliefs actually to some extent uh cause yourself dissatisfaction um because actually being a god sounds like a lot of trouble and a lot of worries. I, well, I'm in charge of all this shit and like I'm responsible for it. That's a lot That's a lot on your plate, isn't it? I wouldn't want to deal with that. <laughs> a Buddha doesn't have any such of those problems. A Buddha can teach the Dhamma or not teach the Dhamma. It makes no difference to the Buddha. He's fully accomplished and fully realized. Um, um, and teaching the Dhamma just leads to Uh, the welfare of other beings. Um, Or he could just not teach it. Um, I think teaching teaching the Dhamma is. uh, Kind of. Teaching the Dhamma has pros and cons, and so does not teaching the Dhamma. So either way. Um, But uh. Yeah, um, that's the end of my little spiel. If I. Do you have anything to add or say about that? Anyone else in the chat would like to speak out?
3: Thank you. Uh, Thanks for listening, (laughs) Veda.
1: Well, I'd like to say that I'm very
2: thankful for him deciding to teach the demo.
0: Oh yeah, I mean. um, It's pretty sweet. You know, I haven't found an, a teaching that has. Surpassed uh, the teaching of the Buddha. Um, and I've looked at, I looked around, so I went shopping um, in the spiritual marketplace pretty much everywhere you could go. Um. And uh, I tried out all of them and like really I didn't just like dip my toe in the water like I tried all of the ways um, and this is the only way that has truly been uh, liberating, um, Mm. truly satisfying. Um, I haven't found another way. I had my fun with other ways but ultimately not satisfying.
2: Would um, would you say that the teachings too of the Buddha are quite thorough, Scott?
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty thorough Um, (laughs) if you if you guys try reading the Nikaya, and just read the whole thing, (laughs) you won't find another teaching religion philosophy. I think it's more thorough than it's more thorough and precise and to the point than even like if you read like Nietzsche or something Nietzsche just sounds like a rambling idiot compared to the teaching of the Buddha like (laughs) so it's yeah it's like it's it's pretty thorough and um um, it's pretty intelligent um and there there is some stuff in there that's kind of magical that you kind of just have to um use your wisdom to like sift through um because obviously um this this compiled um, teachings it's probably not word like every bit of it is might not be exactly what um came directly out of the Buddhist mouth, but there's a good portion of it that, um, Through direct experience. Um, uh, I can confirm that it came from an enlightened being because of uh, being able to recreate it, so um, the idea is not to believe in anything, but to follow the instruction, follow the teaching to. Um, uh, the realization of your own wisdom. Um so that you you don't have to have uh, mm-hmm. to, you don't have to be reliant on even the Buddha because the Buddha saw that the Buddha didn't want people to worship him or praise him or think of them as their savior like, oh, trust in the Buddha and he will save you. <laughs> no, he said, do it for yourself. Here's the Dhamma, here's the way. Do it for yourself and uh, be a light unto yourself um this is the this is what is going to lead to your long-term welfare and happiness um so yeah the only person who can save yourself is yourself so you kind of have to save yourself um and there is um there is there is sort of uh, a power that comes along with saving yourself because, oh, if you're saved by Jesus and you get the heebie-jeebies and Jesus saved me, um, you'll have to always be reliant on that idea of Jesus to save you again, right? But if you save yourself, um, the power is within you. Um, so you, you um, it's actually part of um, the enlightenment is that six, I think there's six of them, the six bases of spiritual power or whatever. Do, do you know what I'm talking right. about, DJ? Yeah, I think it's five, right? Four, uh, five. <laughs> either four, or five, or six. But uh, if,
2: if you're meaning the edipada, the four bases of success, or four.
0: Oh, if you're meaning the oh. five powers, yeah. five. Five, five powers. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this there's real power to it. Um, there's powers that come along with it. I need to study it more to uh, uh, recount all the what the five are, but um, inner power. <laughs> all right, any other topics that it could be totally unrelated if you guys want to talk about just practical meditation advice, um, anything practical, um, or it could be supernatural i like the buddhist cosmology one time um i i I listened to a dharma teaching about the 31 planes of existence and uh i asked amirado about it and he said yeah people go up dreaming all kinds of stuff and um he essentially said it's just something some guy made up and it was like a very old idea that actually is from hinduism um and so i i I entertain um, realms and cosmology of things uh, with a grain of salt. Um, the actual practice of the Dhamma is only concerned with um, the direct experience of reality as it is here and now. Um, so I like to read about that some. That much is very, en- is very much enough, right? <laughs> and it's not that it's a reality, it's enough. it's not that it's just enough it's all that you're ever gonna get yeah um so it is enough because it it's all there is really
2: don't bother about other realms reality is (laughs) enough
0: or if you if you go to another realm then that will be reality so the idea is that (laughs) i'm not saying affirming or denying other realms wherever they exist like the the truth of the matter is like there probably is other dimensions, other realms, like how could, like, it's unlikely that this is the only domain of existence that is. Is there, but the, the, the fact of the matter is this is. The only domain of existence that you're experiencing. Um, and any other one that you imagine will just be a, a mental proliferation and imagination, which is a source of uh, your own ignorance. So um, um but the cool thing is, no matter what realm you're in, the, rea- the the way that reality functions is the same. So it's all going to be in accordance to um, the the laws um, of impermanence and dependent origination. Um, any phenomena, anything is dependently originated even a god creator and and what have you Uh, but these are uh, insights that you can see through for yourself by stopping imagining other pasts and futures other lifetimes and whatnot and just to stop rest rest here and now and uh, be satisfied with this and stake your entire life and your entire existence in this moment and this moment, etc. And through that um, satisfaction and that unification of mind, you can see reality for what it is. So you can see body as body. Thoughts as thoughts, feelings as feelings, earth as earth, etc. Um, and that clear seeing is the path to uh, uh, enlightenment. Um. Okay, I think I think we've been going for about an hour here. So unless there's a burning question. Um, I'm going
1: to. End it there. DJ, do you have any closing uh, remarks?
2: Oh, the burning question. Is silent.
1: And the and the answer is silent as well. Yerdy. Any closing remarks? It's good to see you.
3: Good to see you, Thank you. Veda,
1: are you there? Yep. Any,
0: any, any last words? <coughs>
2: <laughs> Thank
0: you. No. <coughs> Marcel.
1: Uh, no, nothing, man. Thanks.
0: Thanks for coming, guys. Uh, Rulaz. Am I saying his name right? Rulof Franco? I think he's gone but uh, we could say goodbye to his bed. <laughs> uh, okay everyone, uh, take care. Have a blessed Bye. day. Thanks, bye-bye. Bye.
3: Thank you. Bye. <laughs>